Hey, beloveds, it's Beloved Jazz, and welcome to the podcast, Listening to Jazz. If you didn't know, I am Jasmine. Um, I'm actually um, in a different stage of my life where I'm just kind of revamping the Jasmine brand. (laughs) But um, no, I I started this podcast initially just so I can... uh, have an outlet and how, you know, I wanted to express myself. So now I'm at a, a different place that I was when I first started. Um, not that it's a bad uh, state. I just, I'm growing and I'm learning a lot and I wanted to share all of my knowledge and my growth with you guys. So, um, and I do appreciate you guys listening. I like, when I record episodes, I'm like doing it off of a whim. I'm trying to, you know, be as natural as I can. So I don't write a lot of notes. I'm just going off of the fly. And um, when I think you guys aren't going to listen, you I have like a lot of listeners in one episode and I get really shocked. <laughs> but um, I want to just say welcome to listening to jazz. So today uh, I had an idea of a different podcast, but I think I'm confident in um, this episode. It's going to be called An Ex-Bag Lady. And uh, if you aren't familiar with what um, a bag lady is i truly encourage you to check out the song bag lady by erica badu this came out in 2000 i wasn't even old enough to even be listening to music like that but uh i remember being a young girl 15 16 and just uh years later just like oh you know being on the the Uh, listening to music like that and when I listen to it then I'm like okay I'm gonna you know I'm a a boss I'm never gonna be that type of you know woman to carry a lot of baggage and dirt and uh, here I am years later as a a full grown woman and I I listen to the music very differently than I did back then Uh, I can relate to being a bag lady and not to say that bag ladies, you know, are bad. It's just like when you truly grow up and you learn that there's no need to carry so much um, and carrying yourself is enough, but having to carry um, events and things and people and memories and all of that, that necessarily didn't serve you or may, you know, may just be a, a moment that you grew from, but having to carry all of that, it's just, it's a lot. And uh, I can say, I'm proud to say today that I am an ex-bag lady. I don't carry nearly as much as I used to um, and stuff that, you know, you, I used to take on is like, yeah, this is just how it is. This is my life. Now I just take it differently. I don't carry it. And, you know, I, I value my mental space. So, um, and uh, I wanted to highlight a few of the lyrics because uh, it's crazy. I'll tell you, when you listen back, then you're like, uh, but one, one part she says, one day he gonna say, you crowded my space. Uh, she's got bag lady, you gonna hurt your back. Uh, dragging all them bags like that. Like she just got so many, like, um, this is a classic, but she's got so many lines and that, um, that makes sense today. And, um, 
when I, of course, when I listened to that as a child, I was not in the same space or not even like really listening to the words. But as I am a woman today who had to carry, you know, bags and who eventually wanted to let them all go, that song definitely resonates different to me nowadays. But, um, this episode, I'm basically just giving practical ways of how to uh how to deal uh or how to let go of that baggage uh because i she's she's not lying erica erica badu's not lying when she says that you know one day you're gonna hurt your your back carrying all them bags and it didn't make sense to me, but the older I get, the more I understand how mental health is important. I understand how uh, trauma stays in your body physically. Um, it, it it has a reaction, uh, you know, it affects your, your nervous system. Your It's a lot of factors, but you are physically intertwined with the baggage that you carry and letting it go can serve your mind, your body, and your spirit. So, just just knowing that just allows me to want to just be light, <laughs> pack light, be light, and go on about my business. But so, um, and these are just things that I did when I was uh, divorced uh, at 24 and up to now, 26. Uh, I would say after that divorce, it just, I took a new Like, I'm not carrying on, I'm not letting, I'm not attaching myself to anything toxic. That's why I did get a a divorce. I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, I did a lot of, I took a lot of time out to focus on me and just all of the baggage that I was carrying. Um, So I had to learn how to let it go. And and it's not, and people make it seem so like, oh, just let it go, just uh but it's not it's not like just that easy that's why you have to literally do things daily and practically so that subconsciously you can learn to let go of unnecessary things or just things that you don't do or need every single day um uh one one uh tip that I did write down was uh stop mentioning names um, and this is not a oh we're sneak dissing where you're mentioning name you're mentioning people traits and all of that but you're not saying names. I'm saying just eliminate their their existence in your vocabulary. And what I mean by this is <clears throat> toxic people's names aren't a part of my day to day conversations. When I talk to my friends, my family, my associates, whoever, I'm not constantly referring to that person. I'm not mentioning their name. I'm not bringing their name up in my conversation. I'm not going to, oh, you remember so-and-so. The only time that I will delve back into mentioning a person is if someone else brings it up or if it's a necessary, like, detail like if you're trying to rem- oh you remember when you know just whatever but when i say day to day i'm not like i'm not constantly saying their name once a day or twice a day or however many um however many times that i used to say it i don't i don't mention their name at all 
and I purposely even I I don't even bring up their name on accident even when I'm recording or talking or whatever but I purposely do that so that my brain doesn't remember their name because if I remember their name then their all the other memories are associated with them will come into my mind as well so I don't I don't even mention their name and uh that I mean it may sound harsh or you might take it like what but literally when you stop mentioning a, a person that hurt you or disrespected you or whatever um, it's kind of like that out of sight and out of mind where I literally don't mention it and they don't they they don't pop up into my memory unless I'm forcefully trying to bring them up but <clears throat> yeah so out of sight out of mind if I'm not saying their name their, their mind their name <laughs> their um their their memories their their face isn't popping up into my mind um yes so if you want the first step is and this is actually like we're not saying that um you know what if you're still dating them or still associating with them that you this is clearly whenever all of the work is done whenever you two have parted ways you're no longer running in the same circles you're, you're we're uh, we're um assuming that they're no longer in your life um so yeah and this next step is pretty tough but um I I think it's pretty important but anytime you're trying to get rid of baggage you have to actually actually acknowledge what that baggage is and I wrote um acknowledge the hurt they caused and what you want to do with that hurt And I'm talking specifically about um, my past relationship. But when I was hurt from that, um, and I won't go into details about all that happened and what was done, but when I was hurt from that, I felt a different betrayal that was basically like, I like he wasn't committed to me. There were things that I just didn't agree with. And I acknowledged that I was, you know, disrespected because he did this, this and that. And I was able to say, like, I don't I don't like when a person does that. It's not to say that he, you know, he is the one that did this. And, you know, it is what it is. Every person will be just like them. No, it's saying that this is what happened, this is how it hurt me, and in the future, I know that when I am looking for a partner, they cannot exude this, this, and this, and um, so yeah, and that, that for me basically just, it helped me to acknowledge what I didn't like, and also helped me to acknowledge what I do want, um, I don't want someone that entertains multiple females, even if it's under a business um, perspective or platonic, whatever. But I just don't like that because I'm, I'm not really into like <laughs> entertaining a lot of people, business, platonic, whatever. But um, I didn't want someone in that role that did that. And if they did, I would have to um, 
you know, I, I, I'm not even going to say if I had to, but I, I don't deal with that now. And I don't want to deal with that. And that's why I chose the partner that I'm with because he didn't, he doesn't entertain multiple people for business purposes, friendships, whatever. And, um, yeah, but it's so easy to like lose sight of, okay, they, this past person did this and it rules the rest of my life. But, um, I knew that I eventually wanted to let it go. I knew that I couldn't continue to bring this person up every time I dated someone new, just, you know, as a warning or whatever, I knew that I had to get over it. So I did have to say this person cheated, this person lied, this person, you know, he did all of this and it hurt. It I didn't like it. It didn't feel good. It made me question myself. It made me think that I wasn't good enough. It made me think that I needed to do more to keep a person. These, me basically admitting all of that was just the first, like, first part of making it real and making it, like, making that, um, that hurt, uh, you know, just visible, because we always think, as far as me, I'm a strong, independent woman, but sometimes we don't want to admit that we've been wronged, we've been hurt. It's like, oh, he was just a whatever, he was just a fuck boy. he was just a opportunist, whatever, but sometimes we don't want to admit that that person actually cut deep to the core, and uh, acknowledging that pain first is going to help you to know that that was real. That was a moment that hurt, and I don't want to feel that again. And so, and it's okay to acknowledge that we don't want to feel something that we felt before again. It's okay. I used to think that there was something odd about, okay, this happened. I don't want it to happen again, whatever. But, yeah. Yes, so... My next uh, step is basically, this is another practical thing, but if you need additional help on how to set boundaries or do this, I, I just said the the step, then um, seek professional help. But my next um, thing is uh, set boundaries for yourself and uh, for others to follow. I wrote this because this is something that I, I literally had to do um, because the toxic tug was so it was so strong um but um I had to set boundaries for myself I knew that and that I'll be tr- completely transparent with this uh because I run every time I want to I have to be honest about this I remember my mom yeah so basically when I was um, ending this relationship with this person, I basically, um, I basically was sending mi- mixed messages. I want, I always say miss, like I always confuse it, but I was sending mixed messages when it was like my heart, my mind was saying, you're done with this person, but my vagina was saying something different. So, um, it would be like we're we're done, but oh, he wants to come and get his things, and then oh, well, I want to do this, this, and that, and then I didn't have any. Okay, I didn't have any self control. Things happened, and this went on for a little bit, and eventually things, you know, where I was, I thought I needed this person to help pay a phone bill or something. It was something 
light, but I was basically struggling with my boundaries. I was saying that I wanted this relationship to be done and you're toxic, but you, you know, I'm still interacting with this person. That interaction didn't last long um, after the relationship ended, but it was still that tug. And eventually I had, my mom was the one that was honest. She was saying, you can't say that you're done with this person and then you're still allowing him into your space, into your apartment. You're still allowing him to show up and call and this and that. So I eventually had to cut all ties. I changed, I changed my number. I, um... I ended up unfollowing, blocking all of the social medias and everything. And those were boundaries for me because we are a technical generation where everything is like, you know, if if a person doesn't show up to your house, they can know what you're doing by getting on your social media. They can call your phone, all of that. So I knew that I had to um, be be the strong person that I wanted to, that I needed and cut ties like that because I couldn't continue to, to say one thing and do another or allow this person who he didn't, he struggled with boundaries too, where I, you know, I couldn't allow him to come to my house to do certain things and all of that. And eventually we, you know, we parted ways but it was very tough because I didn't, I, I I had boundaries, but they didn't last long. It was like, okay, I have boundaries, but it's only, you know, it's only during the week, but on the weekends, if you show up, then, you know, it was, it was very like, wow. So I had to set boundaries for myself. For me, I didn't go on their social media. I didn't call. I didn't text. And if they somehow reached out to me through whatever platform, I'm not going to reach out back or I'm not going to rope, get in, you know, enroped in that conversation again. So these were boundaries that I had to put on myself and I had to follow through with them. And I think that doing that allowed me to know that I can uh, show up for myself and if need be, and I can uh, keep my own promises to myself. Uh, and it sounds so like, oh, you know, we're, you have your first obligation, but, you know, it's easier said than done because if you're trying, if you're, you know, with someone or whatever and you're, and things happen, then you, it's hard to be that person to get yourself in check. It's hard to be the one to say, Jasmine, you need to stop calling this man. You need to stop, you know, and actually follow through. I, it showed me that I can keep my own promises, that I can have my own back first. So after that, um, yeah, and then uh, I say for others, because I did have to set boundaries for that relationship as well. And then uh, my family and friends, I didn't allow, as I said earlier with the conversations, I didn't allow them to say, oh, how is you and so-and-so doing? How is, you know, have you talked to him? Have you seen him? You know, I had to, excuse me, I had to shut those down and say, you know, can you not ask me about that person anymore? We're no longer together. I'm with someone else, whatever. But I had to set boundaries and I, I, I actually stopped I limit what I share to people that didn't respect boundaries and all of that. But yes, so set boundaries. And even if you don't 
feel like you need to set boundaries for other people. Set them for yourself, especially when it comes to letting go, because the journey is only between you and yourself. It's not between you and another person, you and whoever. It's about you you first and your journey. And however you need to do it is how other people will learn to respect it later on. So, and yeah, and I say these because... <laughs> It wasn't just like, oh, can you, I I wasn't just spitting all of this like boundaries talk. And then, you know, I had to actually keep implementing stuff. I had to keep being, you know, I had to keep being consistent. I wasn't just like one week, okay, everybody, you know, this is what's going on. And then next week, going back to the old ways, you know, it, it was, I had to be persistent about what I wanted and what I didn't want. Um, so yeah, and, uh, the next actual step is to grieve the baggage. Um, and when it comes to grieving the baggage, what I mean by this is knowing what you, what you consider as baggage, knowing that it's something separate, um, from yourself. I know for me, um, I used to think, oh, I'm, I'm this, this, and that, because I used to think that I was, like, um, some, you know, broken or damaged goods, however you want to consider it, just because I had encountered the, the past baggage, but when you know that you're separate from, you know, your baggage, then all you know is that you, you are you, and the baggage is baggage, um, so you're basically calling it for what it is, and knowing that there are two separate things. So you are yourself, you're your identity, you're who you are. And the stuff that you're, you know, you consider as baggage, that's that's some some ass from the past, as, as uh, <laughs> I heard someone say. But, you know, just learning that your baggage is one thing and then you are something totally different. And that gave me a lot of peace because I always thought that, I'm who I am because of my baggage. I am, I am, you know, strong. I'm this and that. I'm whatever because I encountered a divorce being, you know, it was a lot, but I don't, I know that who I am isn't because of that. It's, it's that happened, but it's not, I, I'm not who I am because of that basically. And having a chance to grieve that and, and when I say grieve, you remember the positives, you remember how it helped you, and you can reflect on it, but you know that it's just a piece of ass from the past, and um, yeah, and have your moments of peace, where, and for me, it's just like, I don't, for me, when it comes to this particular relationship, I say, I don't hate you. I don't despise you. I don't wish, you know, the worst for you. I, I, but we're not friends. Don't get it twisted. And I can still, you know, wish you well from a distance or, you know, you can, as long as you, we don't cross paths or you're, you know, whatever, but I don't have to have any animosity towards you, but um, I don't always have to remember, you know, the remember the relationship every single time I enter a new one. No. So grieving the relationship or grieving the baggage, saying your piece, recognizing your role. 
um, doing things, you know, that that help you day to day is more important than actually, okay, I have to, you know, this person did this, I, I had to do that and whatever. But grieving, having a chance to grieve is so important. And um, I say this because I, I talked to my own mom and she doesn't, she hasn't gr- grieved her own baggage. And every single time that I talk to her, it's like, yeah, um, like we could be talking about, you know, the current events, <laughs> the weather, things, you know, that are happening today. And she will always revert back to a time that made her feel guilty and things like that. And I'm, it's that life isn't for me. I'm not gonna, you know, put more emphasis on the past than I do on the present. And that's why I feel like when you make peace with the past, you can then move forward and, and look for a new day and look at each day with a fresh start. And it doesn't have to be like, yeah, I'm having a great day, but you know, two years ago, I was, you know, you don't have to go back all the time. You can go back when you want to. You don't have to, you know, something doesn't always have to remind you of the past and, and you're, you know, because in that sense, you're living for the past instead of the present. Um, yeah, so when I say grieve the baggage, I mean, make peace with it. It doesn't mean that you're, it's all kittens and roses and all of that, because I'm telling you, if I ran into half of the people that, um, that I consider my baggage, then, you know, I probably wouldn't be smiling and saying, oh, you know, whatever, but, um, who knows if I did run into them, I probably would be positive and just look the other way. <laughs> I don't know, but um, there's no no animosity, and if there is, it's not on my end. But um, yes, and what I mean by this, I wrote down, take out the trash, but don't go back and pick it up. <laughs> And what I mean by that is we can, we can go, like, we can take it out. I can eliminate, you know, relationships and people and memories. But if I'm constantly going back and evaluating and, and, you know, reviewing and it's, it's exhausting (laughs) just to be thinking about like, it's it's just too much and if i find my mind even doing going back and picking it picking up the trash that i threw out i immediately catch my mind and say nope we're not doing that i'm not doing it i and i did this recently um the other day literally i'm in the showers showering and a thought comes to my mind it was like when i thought about my ex i i literally thought about him uh being with other women cuz and Cause I'm over here working out, y'all. I'm getting in shape. I'm doing everything for my body, and I'm like, wow, my body is banging. And then I thought, why if if it was so banging, why did he resort to going, or you know, wanting to be with all of these other women and blah blah blah? And that was my thought process for I believe about five seconds until I said, hell no, hell no. I'm not doing that to myself. I'm not going to allow someone else's p- 
past behavior to wreck what I got going on today. I'm proud of myself working out and it's not anybody else's uh, oh you know if you would have worked out two years ago then <laughs> but it's like no I'm no 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 so yeah and it's not easy I, it, I I'm telling you this because I live it and I'm still you know struggling I wouldn't say struggling but still you know maintaining this uh every single day so, and it took a lot for me. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of like grace. It took a lot of patience. It took a lot of consistency and it took a lot of love for myself. Like in those moments where I'm like thinking back on a <clears throat> past memory, person, whatever, I don't beat myself over the head and say, no, Jasmine, you ain't, you're dumb as fuck for thinking all, you know, about that person who hurt you. It's like, I graciously stop it. I don't, I say, you know, you're, yeah, you're, you're doing it. You're working out, you're killing it. And that's it. That's all that matters. And your current boyfriend today loves it. And that's, that's all that matters. Yes. (laughs) And my last part is fill your bag with better memories, tools, and people, etc. That alone is, if you're trying to let go of baggage, fill fill up your baggage with new memories and new things and new people and new hobbies and new everything. Because it's like out with the old and in with the new. But um, yeah, and I, I feel today, I fill my bag up with exercise. I fill it with reading. I fill it with, um, you know, meditating and just doing things that I like to do and that knowing that I have these current things going on it helps me to stop reverting to the past and and okay so y'all I work where I work at we literally are teaching patience is every day we're teaching instead of always going back and worrying what's going on with you today how can you make today you know and it's that alone is a lot because I mean it's hard to do it's it's hard but it can be done so yes that is it I feel like I gave y'all some gems on how to be an ex-bag lady or if you're a man be an ex-bag man (laughs) no but seriously um this is a beautiful title for me I'm no like the bag and I think that's why I kind of struggled with uh, my new writing because I don't want to talk about these people from my past. I want to just start a new book with new things and that's probably what I'm going to do. So yes. And um, so I think what's the lesson of the day? A lesson of the day? Uh, Yeah. Okay. So this is one that I just glanced over on my notepad. It says I have no control over what other people think. And that's a true fact. Unless you have some type of psychological power, some type of um, mind control, whatever, you have no control over what people think uh, about you or about your life or just their opinion. So why try to control them or try to, um, you know, why worry about it if you can't 
if you can't control it. And, um, yeah, so just knowing that you have no control over um, what other people think, it helps you to just continue to be yourself. I don't, like, I can't worry about what someone thinks about me or I can't, oh, they they probably think that I'm, I can't do that because I'm trying to worry about what's going on in my own head, let alone trying to figure out what's going on in someone else's. So, yes, only control what's going on in your own brain. So, yes, and always remember, be love, be loved, beloved jazz.